developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. The Square Ball Podcast. Well, welcome to this very special edition of the Square Ball Podcast. Dan and Michael here with a guest who's joining us from Switzerland. None other than Gitano Berardi. Gitano, welcome to the show. Nice to speak to you. Thank you. Nice to be here with you. So talk us through what you've been doing then since you left Leeds then. Um, what happened at the end of last season when you finished? I came back home with my family in, uh, in Italy where we live. And uh, we stayed there uh, till uh, January. I had to keep uh, myself fit uh, for six months and finally I could find a new club. Was it difficult finding yourself a new club then, um, given the problems that you'd had with your knee when you finished at Leeds? Yeah, it was not easy. I I had a few options in uh, in the summer, but uh, not because of me. Uh, we couldn't find a deal. I was I was ready to go in, in a few clubs in uh, Serie B in Italy. But uh, at the end, it decided to to sign uh, other players. So I moved on and now I'm here. Was there any opportunity for you to remain in England or were you ready to go home? No, I didn't. I didn't talk with anybody in England. Uh, so I decided to to go back home to find uh, try to try to find a new club in Italy or Switzerland. So that, that, that was my my idea. So you didn't fancy a little spell at Derby, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you've just become a father recently as well, haven't you? So how is parenthood going for you? Yeah, it's good to be father. It's a good job, keeping uh, keeping us busy every day, me and my wife. But uh, it's what we wanted. So now we we will live our life uh, with, the, with the baby, try to do our best for him. And what was it like leaving Leeds United? then um, talk us through the finish of your time at Ellen Road. It was hard. It was hard for me, for my family, because uh, we spent a lot of time, a lot of years in, uh, in Leeds with, uh, with the people, with the club. Uh, but it was um, a decision we took uh, before the end. So I was thinking about it uh, in the months before, before the end of the last, of last season. So I took it in a good way. I spoke also with the club, uh, with the coach before the end. Uh, I told them that uh, that was my decision. So it was, it was hard because um, it was like leaving a lot of a lot of friends, a good place, uh, like a, a big part of our life. But it's it's, it's still there. Leeds is still there for us. Uh, we know we can come back when we want. So 
it was just a decision we had uh, we we wanted to to take uh, for our life for my career as well it's okay now i'm moving on with uh, with my career and uh, with my with uh, my wife my life do you feel like you achieved everything you wanted to achieve at Leeds United uh yeah i said this before uh, my my dream was to to go to premier league to take the the team to premier league what what i i was thinking before was was never to to play in premier league it was just to take the club in the in the first division that that that, that was my my biggest dream we did it i was there and uh it was the the biggest uh, gift in my career and what did it feel like not physically but mentally when you got the injury did that really affect you when when that happened was it was really hard to take it but uh, it was the day it was a day of celebration so i say it's fuck the injury i just want to enjoy the enjoy, enjoy the day enjoy the celebration so <laughs> it was my feeling a little champagne and a little beer just to take the edge off the injury yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so how is life now in switzerland it took you time to, to get the club tell us about your new club it's a good chance for me big chance i spoke with the coach uh, before christmas uh, he asked he asked me how i would feel he knew i was not uh, playing with anybody so he just wanted to see me in the training session so we decided to come here and uh, after four weeks uh, we we signed so i came uh, i came at the club uh, in a in a good level because i worked uh, i worked well in the in the last six months so i came uh, i came here to sion and i was i was feeling well i did uh, what I, what i had to do so we signed the contract. What is the the difference between Leeds and Sion? Well, it's different, different league, different uh, different teams. The level is is also different. But uh, Super League in uh, in the last ten years improved a lot. We can see really good players playing for for the league, good teams playing in the Europa League, Champions League. So it's a big level. And uh, like I said, uh, it's a good chance for me to to play in uh, in this league, to play in a good level. So I'm happy about it. And the training must seem easy after a few years of Bielsa. No, it's not easy because it's different, completely different. But uh, the coach uh, is pushing us every day in a different way. So I find the sessions uh, hard even uh, even here. <laughs> How hard is it to train under Bielsa, though? How difficult is that? Uh, it was hard in many, many ways. Physically, of course, and also mentally. But uh, with, the, with the help of, of, the, of everybody in the, at the club, uh, in the team, with the guys, we were pushing ourselves every day, uh, helping each other. So it was, it was good to be there. I improved a lot. I can see, the, I can see now in the training session, I'm still... Uh, Running a lot because of <laughs> of the training session I did uh, under under Marcelo. And did some of the players hate those training sessions under Marcelo? It's not. It's not hating. It's just hard. But uh, you see that uh, you will feel uh, you will feel good uh, in the games in the weekend. So you know you know why you do it, and you know how you have to do it. So it's fine. 
How much more does Marcelo ask of his players physically compared to a different coach, uh, in the average, let's say? But it's, it's, it's not easy to explain because uh, it's it's a kind of way where uh, he tries to to make everything perfect, like uh, your private life, uh, your way to train, uh, your the food uh, you have. Everything has to be perfect. You have to be like a perfect, uh, not not a perfect uh, football player, but a perfect uh, athlete before a, before a, be a, a football player. So that that's the base Marcelo tries to to build uh, the team. So when you look at Leeds United today, what do you see? Because it doesn't feel very happy at the minute. Of course, uh, it's not it's not easy. It's not easy playing in the Premier League. We we could see last season was a great season for Leeds. It was something new. It was like a, a new experience for everybody, for the players. The second year is also that uh, other teams, they know Leeds United, they know how, how they play. So they take Leeds uh, in another way. It's like they take Leeds uh, more seriously than last year. This is an example. So that's why the, the second year in Premier League for for the promoted teams is not uh, it's not easy but we can see there is a they are still in a good position Leeds is still in a good position the gap is good so it's it's a part of the season very difficult where you can you have to fight you have to fight for to keep the position to keep uh, to keep the faith and uh, the good thing is that uh, there is still a, a positive way to see do you still speak to people in the dressing room at Leeds even though you're in Switzerland now not at the moment I was busy in the last months because uh, I was trying to to find the club but it was good to to come in Leeds uh, before Christmas to see everybody uh, the welcome was unbelievable I can't forget it how did that feel to be on the pitch again it was nice it was nice to see the full crowd the full stadium it was nice also to to go to the training ground to see everybody before the sessions. So it was good feelings for me to be there to see everybody. And you saw your friend Pontus as well, who was playing for Brentford at the same time. Yeah, it was was lucky to see to be able to come uh, at that match. So I spoke to him. And he said he said uh, to come at the hotel. We spoke for for an hour. He was was happy to see me exactly like I was happy to. To see him uh, was a big friend. He's still a big friend for to me to to some of the lads. So it's good. It was good. Uh, great days. What do you think of the end of Pontus at Leeds? The way he left, uh, that was sad. It was sad. Yeah, uh, he he was sad too because uh, I think he wanted to stay, but there was a, a decision the club took. The club also spoke with uh, with Pontus. Uh, they explained uh, what was what was what's going on. But like in football, happens many times. Uh, you have to move on. Was a great players. Was a great player for uh, for the team. Great uh, great character. But we can see he's uh, he's doing very well in Brentford now. And are you in the same team as Adrian now at Sion? Yeah, yeah, still still here with me. Has he said anything about Leeds? Yeah, he asked me how how are the boys, how is going on in Leeds and stuff like this. He he still has a good memory, good memories uh, about uh, his experience in Leeds. 
it was not the best the best season, but uh, he has uh, good memories. If you could go back and maybe change one thing, I mean, the injury is an obvious thing, but if you could change something about your time at Leeds, what would you change? I will change uh, some little aspect in my character. I, I probably could, I could have controlled uh, <laughs> so, something uh, in a better way sometimes. <laughs> I mean, cause, because you got sent off on your your first appearance on your debut, didn't you, in the in the cup game? Yeah, but that was that was an accident. But uh, <laughs> but uh, in other moments, uh, I had to. I probably had to to control myself uh, much better. Like the the playoff semi final, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, how do you look back on on that game now? Because I don't think we can properly explain what happened there, can we? We struggle to explain what happened in that second leg. Can you explain it? No, I cannot explain. But I can see. If I think about that day, I can see it was like a blackout in the second half. And I think it was uh, when they scored before the end of the first half, that was the moment where uh, we gave up in in some way. We tried to play the second half. We tried to react. And the way we react was not uh, was not the best. And an example, uh, my red card was an example. You know, you, you want to do something, you want to push, you want to fight. Uh, sometimes, you, sometimes you do mistakes and there was a mistake. Uh, we did mistakes in the game. And when you do a lot of mistakes in one game, it, it means that uh, something is not, it's not working well. And especially that was in, uh, in our head. So this is football. This is a part of life, part of uh, our career. So we had a good chance uh, the 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 next season. But uh, when I think about my career, that, that day is still there. You Fortunately, were... I, I have uh, better memories. <laughs> I was going to say, but... you, you were fouled. Bef- just before you got the red card, you were fouled in the build-up to that. So uh, is that a good excuse? It's not an excuse, but that, that, that's, that's something that uh, I was trying to explain before. Because sometimes uh, there are something that you, you cannot uh, control. For example... In that moment, uh, before my red card was probably was a foul, the referee didn't didn't see. So I was I was in the middle of uh, of tackling everybody. I was there. Uh, was not was not foul. Uh, it was was not. It was crazy. So I had to control myself in a better way in the moment. But I was angry. Uh, just I wanted to take the ball to win the ball back. You cannot control sometimes. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies. I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hold up. 
can you explain what the dressing room was like after that game and the conversations that happened? It was sadness. We were angry, uh, but it was difficult to talk. It was very difficult. I, I cannot I cannot explain uh, 100% because sometimes something has to stay in the, in the changing room. But it uh, was, was really bad and it was difficult to talk. Did you start looking ahead to the season after straight away? Did you have a conversation in the dressing room where you said, we use this for next season or were you unable to talk about next season at that point? After, after some minutes, uh, some, some players were talking about it and uh, were saying uh, stuff like this, you know, uh, we will try again next season, uh, heads up, uh, recovery and we, we go again, something like this. So mm-hmm. this is what, what I can remember. Were you thinking at that point that you would stay for another season or were you thinking maybe that was the end for you? Because it was, it was one of those moments we didn't know if Bielsa would be staying either. So it was it was it could have gone either way, I think, at that stage. In that moment it was difficult to to know exactly what what was going on. Because uh for me, for example, I didn't know if I would have stayed or not. Uh, it was it was sad to say, to see, to think uh, maybe leaving Leeds in that way. But I was ready for it. I was ready to to leave. If I had to leave, I was ready to to move on. But it was very difficult. And uh, also to start the next season in the, in the pre-season was difficult because uh, the memory was was still there. But that creates uh, like a big fire in yourself. And we could see it uh, when we started the, the following season. You know, you have uh, something inside that you, you, you want to... You want to get back uh, what what you started. How difficult was it getting through the pandemic during the season after then? Because that must have disrupted what you were doing. Yeah, it was a bit frustrating because uh, we were doing well in uh, in that moment. We were close to the end. So we wanted to finish uh, how, how we were imagining, like uh, try to win every game, to finish the season uh, first. And celebrate celebrate uh, in a normal way with everybody in the stadium, full stadium. This is uh, what we were feeling. But with the pandemic, uh, that was not impossible. Was not possible. So, and we didn't even know if uh, we could have finished the season. So it was a bit frustrating. Yeah. With the Swansea game, can you tell us what it was like that moment when Pablo scored? Because you went absolutely crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I think that that was one. Uh, one was that when you death. you strangled Bamford, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I think, <laughs> I, think I had uh, Pat and uh, other players uh, after that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was one of the best memories of the of the of that season, and I think it's my my best goal of of the of the season <laughs> because it, it gave us like uh, crazy happiness. So. Difficult to control, yeah. Did you know in the dressing room after that Swansea game, the season wasn't finished, the championship wasn't won, but did you know that you were going to do it at that moment? Because I think the fans felt that was the moment. Yeah, we felt it already because uh, like uh, after Derby was really, really sad. That that moment after Swansea was exactly the opposite. It was different feeling uh, comparing to... That Friday when uh, West Brom lost uh, 
at Huddersfield was different because uh, we were still uh, on in the league. We were still uh, not promoted, but we we felt we were there. We felt uh, that winning feeling, you know, that we are there. We are so close and depends on us. That's it. So we were feeling strong. That was the best thing. And was it nice to be together for the moment when West Brom lost at Huddersfield? Yeah, but that day was... We went uh, at the stadium to, to watch the game and we were thinking about our next game against Derby. Like, uh, okay, they play to tonight, uh, Brentford play tomorrow, they will win. So we, we go to Derby and we win that game. So we went at the stadium, we watched the game uh, just to watch. We didn't organize anything because uh, we didn't think uh, anything else that uh, to see, to watch West Brom uh, winning the game. So... That was like uh, unexpected. No beers until the game finished. No, 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 no. <laughs> and then lots of beers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what was that evening like for you? Because we've seen it on the documentary. Have you watched the documentary, by the way? Yeah. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah. And, and how does it feel looking back on that? It's great to have that memory caught on film, isn't it? Because we missed so much of it as fans that that is the thing that we now go to to remember the championship. Yes, yeah, nice to watch and uh, gives you like a really good memories. And uh, it's good to see the, the, the celebration with, with everybody, to see also like old faces that the players uh, who are left or, or people who's not more, who was not more with us. So it's good to see. It's good to watch. Did you cry at any point during the championship or uh, is that not what Gitano Barati does? <laughs> <laughs> Cry was not cry, but uh, a moment like this was um, after Barnsley when we 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 won against Barnsley after the game. Uh, it was was not crying, but it was really close for me. <laughs> <laughs> nearly, nearly. Do you feel like you were cheated out of a big memory because there were no fans in the stadium when we won the league? I, I can see. No, I can say. There was a point in the, in the documentary where a guy said that this is with the pandemic and with Leeds winning the league, this is the, the most Leeds thing. <laughs> I remember that that guy saying this and I think it's, we have to take it this way. But you still have your medal to look, look at. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Medal, lots, lots of photos. And a scar on your knee. Exactly. <laughs> so, so when you see today's Leeds United and we are talking just ahead of the Man United game, what do you see? I see, I still see a, a good team with a lot, uh, lots of problems. Yeah, because they have problems. I mean, uh, injuries, things to, to fix. But uh, I, see, I still see a, a team alive, team uh, who is trying to fight, who is trying to, to, to keep the league. So I'm still confident. And the good, the good thing I remember when I was there is uh, how, how I found the lads. They were uh, they were in a good good way. Even if it was difficult, they knew that that they had to face uh, a difficult moment before Christmas, facing uh, strong strong sides. So I think they 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 know they have to react. They know how to react, and they, and I think I'm sure they will do it. So if you were in that dressing room on Sunday, what would you be saying to the lads? I normally don't don't like to. 
to talk a lot in the changing room. I mean, uh, not shouting, not screaming, uh, just like just like it's it's a game starting. I like to to talk uh, more privately, maybe face to face, to to say what what I have in mind in that moment. Try to try to build uh, the, the the strong mentality. To try to build um, you know that power you need to to go on the pitch. This is why what what I try to do every time. Also because there are uh, in the changing room there are other players who like to to shout more. To, to scream to to build the game in uh, in another way so i see what the other players are doing so i try to do other things so finally then gitano what was it like that west brom game your final appearance at ellen road can you just talk us through that it was very emotional in the in the mor- in the morning uh, at the hotel i was uh, realizing that uh, that was my my last day so I could see all the faces uh, of the staff, uh, of the players. Uh, they were coming to me, to Pablo, to to talk uh, about about the last day, to ask uh, things about the future. So it was starting to be sad already in the, in the morning. Uh, but it was good because, like I said before, it was uh, for me. It was like a, was my decision. So I knew what uh, what uh, I had to face, what I wanted to face. I knew what uh, what step I wanted to take for for my future. So I took the day in, in the best way as possible, and uh, it was great. It was uh, unbelievable. It was great feelings uh, before, during, and uh, at the end of the game. So unforgettable day. And how do you reflect on your time at Leeds United now? It was an uh, amazing experience and uh, the good thing is that uh, if I think about the career my career I think about uh, Leeds the Leeds part of my my life it's beautiful uh, beautiful memory and a beautiful experience even without with uh, mistakes even with uh, bad bad moments a lot of bad moments because it was not easy especially in the first years but uh, when when you leave uh, something or when you leave a, a person and uh, that gives you uh, a good feeling that that the best uh, like i said before that that's the best uh, the best gift and when football comes to an end for you do you know what you will do next have you got a plan for what comes after football not yet <laughs> before before finding finding the, the new club i was trying to to think uh, to do something else because i was not sure to to find a new club so I started to to think about the future, to see what I can do. So I will see if uh, I can can work in a club, like uh, not being a a coach, or yeah, try to see if I can be a coach. We'll see. We'll see in the next next years what uh, my feelings are. Well, if you don't become a coach and you don't stay in football, there's always a place for you on this podcast. It's only small. (laughs) But you're always welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. It was I was there at the studio last time in Leeds and it was was nice to be there. It's a good studio. And it was lovely to host you as well. And Gitano, thank you for your time at Leeds and thank you for your time this afternoon as well. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Pleasure for me and uh, have a good work and uh, best of luck for everything. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of the season. Thank you. Thanks. You too. The Square Ball Podcast. 
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, You won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.